This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. If I were to have President Joe Biden on the podcast, would you want to listen? I don't know what made me say that. There was a little story from the weekend I wanted to share. Like, what was that? I don't know. I just want to wake you up a little bit. If Uncle Joe was going to be on the podcast, then I had free reign. I could ask unrestricted questions. Joe. And he has to answer. It's like a truth or dare. How fun would that be? Truth or dare with the president? I don't know. Are UFOs real? Ha! Checkmate. Uh, Somehow I don't think it would work out. Anyway, a little story from the weekend I wanted to share with you that I didn't share. Not that it's a big story, but it's a story I wanted to share. I was talking to a buddy of mine, talking about solar lighting, and uh, we made some changes. Uh, and to be real blunt about it, because some of the testing failed miserably. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you rely on rechargeable battery-operated lighting, be careful. Be careful. Batteries have always been unreliable and remain very unreliable. Nothing's changed in that regard. I'm not sure why that is. I'm not a chemist. I'm not an electrician. I don't know a lot about batteries. I just know that they stink. Uh, I've told I've told this story about my cordless drill. Uh, I went and uh, I bought this. I think it was like thirty-five dollar German-made cordless drill. Thirty-five bucks. I'm like, all right, it's a throwaway. That's what I'm thinking. I'm buying I'm buying a throwaway drill. Um. Which is fine for 35 bucks. If I get a year or two out of it, great, right? Well, I've had this thing for two years. I actually bought a second one. I was so pleased with the whole kit and everything. And let me tell you, if you if you haven't been set up with two drills, do yourself a favor. Set yourself up with two drills. Uh, that's the first thing. But I always bought, like, top of the line. I'm not going to call out any brands. But I've been through the gamut, and it's the same problem. Two years out, the batteries fail. And I don't know, there's probably more I could do. I've got a buddy of mine who's a gadget guy, and he's like, you got to wake up the batteries. I'm like, dude, I have trouble waking myself up. I don't waking the battery. I, you know, whatever it is, uh, I, I, I get cordless because I want it to be plug and go, not because I want to be waking it up. You know, and that's why I've gone back to mostly gas, and I could go on and on about that. But anyway, let me stick to the point. This battery that I got, it's a really nice little setup. I actually bought these when I got the heated vests for Christmas. I'm not going to retell that story, but that's why I got them. And I got about six of these things. They're about the size of a large iPhone, weigh about the same, and you know, run one of those vests full bore for a couple of hours, which is usually adequate. If not, we've got two for each vest, plus, plus small ones to back up. And we needed them in the winter when it was cold. We used those batteries. Well, anyway, now in summertime, what I've been doing is I'll inevitably find them out in the garage and my phone's going dead or my earbuds are going dead or the speaker's going dead or the iPad's going dead or I'm going dead, but that's not part of this story. And I'm in the process of setting up a whole charging station that I'll report on another time. Oh, oh, oh Yeah. When I say man cave, you know I'm going to go big or go home. And the charging station 
will likely be ah, probably the second feature to be installed because I'm fed up. It's amazing the crap that I'm uh, charging. I feel like all I do is the, I, I'm working for the charger at this point. Whatever you mean by that. Anyway, my buddy says to me, I don't know, my father put up this solar thing at the house back in the 70s and never worked right. Same problem today. I took down my deck lighting. I told you about the drills. Cordless weed whackers. Never buy one again. I'm not saying I never would, but you got to go like really high end. You got to go like chainsaw. You better go like Husqvarna, I think, is the big name in in cordless chainsaws. Don't quote me on that. Um, But you better make sure you know what you're getting because if it's unreliable, I'm going to tell you, there's no tool that is good to have if it's not working. All right? Trust me. (laughs) Trust me on that one. There's a reason why I start my snowblower in June. You know what I'm saying? It's not a lot of fun watching that snowfall, and that thing's dead as a doornail. It cracks me up. People are like, they wait till the, the snow's afoot. They might better go start the snowblower. Yeah, buddy, you should have been doing that like three days ago. But anyway, <clears throat> batteries. Uh, I've been keeping one in the garage that I have an iPhone charger on that I can plug in a phone or earbuds or an iPad, and I found it to be great. Well, as fate would have it, when I bought the second round of these batteries, uh, I had the sense to get ones that have a built-in solar panel. also has a flashlight, but that's beside the point. So it becomes like a little survival light as well. As a matter of fact, it very much is a survival feature because we have them packed in the bags that we keep in our cars uh, as a survival item. Right? You're out on the road, the car breaks down. You got no power. You've got this battery with a solar panel. Okay. I don't want to go down this whole rabbit trail, but the point is this, the whole thing is working out great. I'm out in the garage. I just leave it outside when it was running low, leave it out there for a day or two. Boom. Back. Perfect for what I was using for very convenient. Uh, but here's the problem of the two, one failed. I, um, it doesn't appear that it's going to charge either by the solar panel or the uh, plug-in cord. That's a 50% failure rate. And I've had these things six, seven months. Anyway, I share this with you for a couple of reasons. One, uh, if you're looking for ideas about it, these things are super cheap. Uh, I don't have any regret getting it. I plan to get some more. I may do some research. Maybe I didn't get a very good one. Maybe that's why they were only like 20 bucks. I found that attractive, but really I spent 40 because one of them's going in the trash. And then disposing of it's a bit of a problem. So, uh, anyway, something to consider, though. If you like portable power, if you need portable power. Oh, the other thing, I keep one in, the, in our a backpack for the pool. How many times you're out by the pool? Ah, phone's going dead. Who has a charge? No, nah, you're ready to go. I bought a pack of like six iPhone cables, and I had these batteries. Uh, but the one's failing, like I said. So anyway, buyer beware on that. Giving you a couple of good ideas you might use the battery for. Uh, but also, you've probably heard me say many times that solar-powered lighting is a huge piece of our, our survival setup. And uh, we would rely heavily on that. Um, and truth be told, uh, I was going to say we haven't tested it, but that's not true. We have tested it with good results. But I should probably do some more testing just to be sure, you know what I mean? Anyway, why did I bring all that up? Why did I just spend so much time on all that? I got a message from a dear listener. (laughs) Dear listener, who talks like that? 
friend of the podcast, whatever you want to call it. Is that enough schmoozing for God's sake? Um, and I can't tell you how many times I've heard this. I'm taking a break from the news. My friends, I can't tell you what a great idea that is. Uh, I've been struggling this with myself. I mean, what do you want me to talk about? I have a couple things to talk about today. But it's just really more digging in on a lot of what you already know. There's really nothing new that I'm going to reveal. And there's nothing new in this dreadful feeling that I think a lot of people are having. That You know what? This isn't coming back around, is it? It's not. What the things that were implemented during COVID, they didn't go away. I've been saying even the, the laws, setting up uh, camps in this country, these laws were written and enacted. Moving to an all-digital currency, written, adopted, and enacted. People don't realize this. Oh, they're going to be moving to digital currency. Oh, yeah, they are. They are. They're planning for it. Taking their time. It'll happen. Who knows? Uh, but anyway... My point is, the news sucks right now. I mean, you know, what are you going to say? It's hard to be proud of our country right now. Uh, I'd love to hear from some liberals. I mean, they would say, you know, uh, when Trump was around, they were going to leave the country. So, you know, they stole the election, made everybody wear masks unnecessarily. All this nonsense that went on. Are the liberals happy? Are they content? Their budget just got passed? Trillions of dollars? Are we done yet? Not even close. And this goes back to something that I said a long time ago. So, you know, they they have all this stuff locked up. Just let go of the rope. Go ahead, spend as you may. It's all on you. We will we will we will not vote on any of these matters. I don't know. I mean, we're coming to this breaking point. Bottom line is, the news stinks. I encourage a break from it. People don't want to hear about the news, and here I am talking about the news. Why? I have no idea, and I guess that's why I'm bringing it up. I think I'd rather talk about batteries and solar chargers and snakes and being outside. The rain that came down last night, nothing. I don't want to sound ungrateful, but it was so good to see some rain. Finally, the driveway was good, a little running off. was not even enough for water to come out the downspouts. That's how dry it's been around here. I'd rather talk about that stuff. The conversation I had with my son. Uh, what else? Watering the, the bushes. The peppers are coming in nicely. Any number of these things I'd rather talk about. And I don't know. Maybe we'll have to do that. We may have to. Maybe we like do one day a week on like, well, okay, let's go over the news stuff. Sit, your, sit rep screwed. And everybody's saying the same thing. You don't have to take my word. Believe me, I'm no Debbie Downer. What do you want me to do? Ah, it's not as bad as it seems. <laughs> okay. Actually, I, to be honest, I think just the opposite. I'm like, we are really, really lucky right now that things are going as well as they are. I, I don't know. Stock up, prepare. So this got me to thinking about something else. Well, not something else. Got me to thinking about the, the direction of the podcast, which, as you know, I struggle with from time to time. And it's times like this. I'm like, I'm sitting here. Uh, go look at the Drudge Report, for example. Once the leading aggregator of news, conservative news, no less, wildly popular, has been liberalized and turned to trash. Fact. I can't even stand to look at it. Have no interest in it, quite frankly. Social media, no interest. I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone. 
YouTube. Has been, these American corporations, I use McDonald's as a great example. Right? If McDonald's would just focus on food quality and service, if they would simply bring back the Egg McMuffin of 1980, their sales would go through the roof. I could guarantee five, six of those puppies a week, for God's sake. I love the Egg McMuffin. They've destroyed it. How is that? I don't know. Truth is, maybe my, my taste buds have changed, too. That's something I noticed the other day as I get older. Certain things, I'm thinking, I don't really like this anymore. It's kind of freaking me out. I'm thinking maybe it's the COVID thing. Maybe it's the Chinese voodoo doll. They're messing with my taste buds. Who knows? Anyway, <laughs> as I was, I don't know where I come up with this stuff either. As I was, as I was uh, pondering all this, the state of the podcast and whatnot, and what are we going to do? One of the things that's come up a lot is this idea of shorts, you would call it, shorter form podcasts. This podcast was built on that 15, 20-minute pod, single-topic podcast. But that was back at a time when people were reasonable and and we talked about like real issues like healthcare. Like when you don't even hear that discussed anymore. Not to mention the fact that it's the, this this healthcare situation in this country is, is atrocious, crumbling as best I can tell from my own firsthand experience living in an area that's like the healthcare capital of the world. How do you explain that? We're spending this much. It's, it's, it's an indication in itself of how things have gone off the rails. Healthcare has not recovered from COVID. How much damage was done by the political civil war that we went through? And Republicans lost, by the way. I guess the North won again. How many times? I don't know. They've got the offices. They've got control. Biden not filling oversight positions. I'm going to talk about that a second. Oh, no, no oversight. We need to pray for our country. We really do. And I say this a lot. I'm not an evangelical person. I don't even really consider myself very religious. Uh, Spiritual, to a degree, yeah. You know, I don't know. It's not like I go you know, sit around thinking, well, how do I measure up on the spirituality scale? It's not my shtick. We don't regularly go to church, something I'm not proud of. My wife and I were talking about it, particularly for our daughter. And and this is a private decision, by the way. I'm not asking for advice or feedback on that. I Believe me, I know. Uh, I've been on a church conference mission committee. I started a great uh, youth flag football program that was a wildly great program for in- influencing youth. And then I went through a divorce and, and had to re-examine all that. And, uh, you know, this is the way things work sometimes, just how things go. And I'm at a different point. And, you know, I said to my wife, I'll be right up front with you. Why not? Better than these headlines I have to mention to you. Uh, I, we were talking about church, and, you know, she wants to go to a Catholic church. Well, I was raised Catholic, but I'm no longer Catholic. And uh, I come to find out, by the way, that my, my great-great-grandfather— was no no my great grandfather sorry my great grandfather was Mennonite I knew him as a child and uh, I never knew that until recently my cousin came to a, a visit a fantastic visit and ironically enough I was baptized in a Mennonite church I don't, my wife and I were talking about this do I consider myself to be Mennonite well yes and no uh, definitely an Anabaptist um, 
But I didn't grow up in a Mennonite church, you know, uh, happened to be baptized there. I do believe in adult baptism, and I could go on and on about the Protestant faith and, and uh, Anabaptist, not a pacifist, which kind of runs in those circles. That could be a bit of a bone of contention. Uh, but anyway, my wife wants to go to a Catholic church. I said, well, I said, I said I'm going to preface this by saying it doesn't mean that I won't go, but the Catholic church offers no spiritual or other value to me, which kind of becomes an issue sooner or later. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I wasn't going to argue. I think the point of this is what's best for my daughter at this point. And, um, you know, and my wife as well. So, and my wife's looking, I think, to make some connections and have a, a bit of a community to be tied to. And I also see the value in that. And there's a lot of Catholics down here where we are and, and, a, and a large support network. And uh, I support the idea. But the idea of me sitting in a Catholic uh, pew in, on Sunday mornings doesn't uh, offer a lot to me. Uh, and the other thing is, I don't want to get sucked in. <laughs> I told my wife, I was like, I go to church on Sundays, maybe three days a month. Give me a little break in there. I don't know. I don't want to get too deep into that. But I, I don't want to be cooking dinners. And I know how all this goes. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to even say anything negative because churches need our help right now. We need to be helping our churches big time. But I think churches, uh, you know, need to, to think a little bit about the demands that they put on the members. And I don't want to go too deep into that. Long story short, I don't have any time to offer that right now. And I don't want to be, um, uh, what do you say, short-sighted about that because the, the, the results will be catastrophic. I will commit to something that I can't possibly live up to, which will be stressful for me and disappointing to other people. So I don't want to do that. That's my thought. In the meantime, uh, I do think that prayer is important. I know there's a lot of people out there today that the idea and concept of God and Jesus Christ is very foreign and stupid and hypocritical and phony. And I get it. I can understand why people would feel that way depending on what it is that they're seeing. And I've, I've often said this. You can judge me all you want. doesn't really matter. Uh, of course, there have been and there are times when I question my faith. And if you think that's weird, Mother Teresa said the same thing. You know, you're going to walk around and you're going to, oh, oh my God, he's my God. My, and I'm like, I see these people. I think they, this is where people begin to think about hypocrisy because it is. And it's phony. Uh, a, a, friend, a good friend, a dear guy. I mean, I don't know why I'm saying that today. An awesome guy. I mentioned the, uh, the Youth Football League. He donated the cargo trailer. It was amazing. You know, the guy had some money from his business. So I had nothing bad to say about this guy. And you, every time I greet people, hey, how you doing? And he used to say, never had a bad day. And that was part of his <clears throat> expression of his Christian faith. And coming from my background and some of the things that I've experienced in my life, I found it to be completely misguided, phony, blah, 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 blah. I never say anything. Like I said, I love the guy. So I haven't talked to him in a long time. But I wasn't going to give him a hard time, Okay. But at the same time, I don't, think, I don't know why you do that. First of all, it's, it's be, you haven't had a bad day yet, dude. You know, what happens when one of your kids dies? Is that not going to be a bad day? You know, you say, oh, my faith, I know he's going home to Christ. I, I, you know. 
uh, okay, I don't believe that to be, you know, having a laughing, having a party when your children dies. I don't get too deep in this kind of morbid to think, but just this whole idea of, oh, I never had a bad day. I'm like, that's a bull. I've had plenty of freaking bad days. Some of them really freaking bad days, let me tell you. And you know what you do? You put your nose down, you get through it. That's when faith matters. Anyway, praying for our country. That's my... That's that's the foundation of my faith, all that I just laid out to you. How's that? Pastor Chris, <laughs> how was that? All right, now uh, repent and uh, confess yourself to Christ. <laughs> that's my, my altar call. How'd I do? Anybody, anybody who's uh, baptized, been uh, confessed themselves to Christ today, uh, please email me so I can put it in my record book of good deeds, and hopefully somehow I'll fall into heaven as a result. I don't believe any of that, but I do believe we need to pray for our country. I really do. Together we do. I do, and it probably should more. But our country needs prayer. It needs you know prayer and uh, demonstrated example. You know we need to bring back the concept of the light on the mountain. I don't understand how we see churches really with the with the rainbow flag out front, bowing down to false idols supporting something that's clearly not biblical from the church no less from the church no less our society our country we need repentance in our government i don't know what happened i'm not sure how much it matters but we are we are so lost our way as a people when you think back to the fall of the soviet union and uh, the military power and the the things that the America and American companies brought to the world, real tangible progress, telephones, computers, travel, air travel, all types of things, modern medicine, all as a result of this country, really. A new idea of freedom that people now question. We need to turn away from the things that are causing our pain and turn back to God. And I just offer that to you as a purely practical example. You know, you don't see people uh, singing hymnals that are addicted to drugs and in the ghetto. You know what I mean? People, we are spiritual people. That's what I wanted to say. And the spiritual health of this country, I think, is right at about the, the level of our physical and mental health. And no surprise, maybe they run together because they do. They really do. People are crying out for help. And the answer's right in front of us. And sadly, and sadly, people are afraid to freaking say it. People don't even want to say it. You go walk around today and you start talking about repentance and and Jesus Christ and, and damnation. Ooh, you're going to tell me I'm going to hell? You, you, I, look, I've said, been saying this for a few years now. I believe it completely misguided to have any kind of an evangelical conversation in that way in these modern times for the vast majority of people you're going to meet. Personally, I think a better, more foundational question anyway, do you believe in a creator God? Because if you don't believe in a creator God, then 
all the rest is like really unexplainable. You know what I'm saying? Listen, you know, that they think that this has just been brainwashed to think that everything that they see around them is the result of some random act of some, some finely heated mixture of pond scum that rose up like tadpoles to alligators to monkeys to humans. And somehow they, they, they use this as some kind of wisdom to then uh, point to the limitation of humans and suggest that there's no evidence of God. When, in fact, if you open your eyes, there's evidence of God everywhere. Everywhere you turn. Why do you think one of the reasons I talk about getting outside There's no doubt in my mind that we're closer to God when we're outside. No doubt in my mind. It's right up there with food and water and oxygen and sunlight. It really is. I don't know if I'm yammering on too much, but I do believe, as much as it, I'll say this humbly, as somebody who's definitely lived a sinful life, I'm in no position to preach to anybody. You know, I don't go out there and and, and start uh, preaching the choir. You don't hear me talk like that. It's not my place. I leave that to the Glenn Becks of the world. You know what I mean? But I'm going to say to you, you know, they, they say that uh, talk show hosts are the modern-day prophets. And I don't think that's the case with podcasting at all. Uh, maybe back with talk radio because you got a sense of what people were thinking through the phone calls. My connection these days is through the emails, and it's one of the days that I do it. And I think that people instinctively know that something is very, very wrong. And they know what was, and they can't seem to put two and two together. But I believe if we were to start building our churches up, that we would see our, our country begin to do better as well. And I started to say, you know, pe- people are afraid to even talk about it. I've talked about this idea of this modern-day uh, Good Samaritan, right? People won't stop in hell. There's a reason why their hearts were hardened. That's what the Bible says. You know, they've been, been getting uh, beat up by the Sanhedrin or whatever with their rules. They were the, the woke mob of the day under religious guys. You shall be at the Sabbath on Sunday. You shall wear a mask. You shall be vaccinated, even if your doctor says no. Do you remember this? The craze, the lunacy, the same thing. To think that you're going to go to church on Sunday and you're so committed to that that if somebody's laying dying on the side of the road, you're going to drive by and not help them. Does any really really think that that's what God would want in that situation? And this is where the examinations of our our conscience becomes important but you can't even have a conversation i'll leave you with this thought on the matter and i want to just mention a few stories uh i had a friend i'll say i don't want to reveal any sources here um an adult child uh calls his father and says uh dad i'm I'm having a problem my wife's gonna leave me dad says why is that son says well she says i've been drinking too much Dad says, okay, what do you want from me? 
The son says, well, well you know, what do I want to do? I don't, I don't want to lose my family here. What, what do I got to do? The father says, well, it sounds like you got to quit drinking. Somehow he couldn't put that together on his own. That's where leadership becomes important. Kind of why we got to stick together as well. I have a few items here. I was going to. I, was, I wasn't not planning on doing this podcast the way I just did. I do want to share some of these stories with you real quick, so you do have an idea of what's going on, and just to see how far crazy the situation has become. I had the benefit of seeing this before. I just said what I just said. Let me give it to you, so maybe you can get put the impact together. College student failed for saying biological women, which the instructor said was exclusionary. I don't know the context, but this female college student receives an F over this woke nonsense. You don't think that has an impact on people's lives? Maryland, the state of Maryland, has stockpiled two and a half years of abortion pills That's how committed they are to abortion, not raising families, right? The people say, well, we need to to provide this important health care access. How many of those people are fighting to make sure that uh, there's things like uh, baby formula? Sexual assault claims mount against Ramstein, uh, lead singer. Uh, I threw this in here. I actually, I don't know if I would say fan. I kind of like Ramstein once in a while. It's a very repetitive beat, heavy metal kind of handbanging thing. And let me tell you what they were doing. The young females would go to the concert. They would shimmy their way up to the front. They'd get invited backstage where they were fed a uh, generous amount of drugs and alcohol far beyond their ability to handle and then subsequently raped, probably with their consent as well, even though they were unconscious. Unconscious. Uh, the reason I can speak, I don't know what happened in this Ramstein is, of course, all allegations. The guy's probably my age, 50 at least. And so this begins to be a little disgusting on that front, right? Where you got these young girls. And uh, I've actually witnessed it firsthand. Uh, I didn't witness the rape part, but I witnessed the girls going in the back, which has, you know, been a big favorite of the bands. Um, and, you know, here's the thing. I remember when I was younger, going to a Def Leppard concert and girls were, you know, trying to get back with the band and stuff like that. And I wonder if they realized the heartache that they were creating for themselves after the fact. Right? Years later, they would remember that in what fashion. And they're going to realize, they get older, how poorly they were treated in that situation. You know, certainly at the time, maybe they felt they were on top of the world and in the back with the band. And you look back on that, you have a completely different perspective on it. Uh, the Ukraine war, I'll tell you why I'm mentioning all these. I mean, these are all signs of spiritual needs, right? Uh, women being failed for speaking the truth, sexual assault claims. This is obviously Europe, not here, but it could be here anywhere. This commitment to abortion, and not even remotely the, close to the same reverence for family creation or or natural childbirth or something like that. Makes you wonder, right? Uh, it's not one thing to say <clears throat> abortion is okay. <clears throat> it's not one thing to support abortion. These people support abortion far more than they support any kind of life. What kind of, Does that sound like a good person to you? You, know, you, don't, you don't believe in Christ. You don't believe in God. Just tell me. Does that sound like a good person? 
who'd be just purely committed to killing people? Only if they want to, of course. Only if they agree to. What kind of warped thinking is that? The baby doesn't get a vote in it. My body, my choice. The baby has a different say in that, or not, right? Wars, never-ending wars. Our country, our country has done that. Unlike any other country on the planet, at least not in my lifetime. That doesn't require repentance. I'm reading this book, um, Navy Veteran. I'll mention it later. You can put it together. But uh, I was was struck. He's a Navy SEAL. Wisdom of a Bullfrog. That's the book. Longest-running Navy SEAL. Forty years, this guy is a SEAL. And... I think about that, and I think he's talking about going on 10-mile runs and stuff after an injury. And I think, oh, my God, you know, it's crazy the pace that these guys keep, the intelligence, the perseverance, the leadership, the capabilities, the creativity. So many of these incredible uh, military uh, men, officers, women too. And I thought to myself, all in the military. You know, where, where is the same talent pool otherwise? And so much of our country's resources, our human capital, has been geared towards this giant military for years. And what have we gotten out of it? In the meantime, I don't know if you heard about this dam in Ukraine. You can't get any good information, uh, but I can tell you this much that I can promise you. Ukraine is being blown to bits. So uh, whoever wants to say who's winning the war, Ukraine is losing. Uh, a human rights campaign declares a national state of emergency for lesbian, gay, transgender, queer uh, because of the treatment in Florida. Transgender rules face the court test going to the Supreme Court now. Uh, I guess this is at the Federal Appeals Court, presumably going to go to the Supreme Court. Can't agree on who's a boy and who's a girl, right? Don't like the way people are being treated. Constant arguing, constant bickering. It's biblical. Our leadership, FBI director, faced contempt of Congress hearing because he won't release the information that Congress has asked for. Do you remember what they did to Trump when he wouldn't release information? Wow. Violence against teachers on the rise. A big Wall Street Journal write-up. What does it say when our children are assaulting adults? You want to blame the children? How many of these stories do we hear? Uh, a man accused of killing two children wore an ankle monitor from a, from a prior charge. You should see this kid. He looks like uh, anybody's neighbor. You wonder what happened. Passion crime. A Utah man fatally shot his wife, her mother, and their five kids. After he was investigated for child abuse, he left a suicide note saying that he would rather rot in hell I would rather rot in hell than put up with another day this manipulation and control over me what do you hear coming out of that I would rather rot in hell that was apparently his last thought his last prayer and I will tell you what little bit that I do know about God and the Bible I believe his wish will be granted in that regard. I don't get it. I really don't. There's a promise in the Bible. It's a simple promise. All this talk leading up, it points to this this simple point. 
and talk about land and inheritance. And there's a promise in the Bible that there is a place for you in heaven. It's up to you to accept it and not to accept it. I just have one question. I'm just a practical guy. Why would you deny it? I don't get it. I don't understand. It's very simple. God says, I'm going to take the burden of everything that you've done wrong. You can accept it or not. The place is yours. And you have people literally saying, I would rather rot in hell. God help them. It's too late now. Him and the whole family's dead. If you looked on a beautiful family, parents murdering their children, children assaulting adults, what more evidence do you need? You say we don't need God. And there's no spiritual war. It's a time to pray, to be sure. And it's a time to act. we got to be back to being a, a light on the hill and sharing the good word in a way that, that people can understand. I hate to say, I'm not a, I'm not a, a, a evangelical, but we need baptisms and churches and communities to be built from a, for practical needs as much as the spiritual need. That's it for today. God willing, I'm not going to be back tomorrow. I'm probably not going to be back till Monday. I know it's another short week. Some of you, I might come back. We'll see what kind of my time opens up, what the weather looks like, and this and that. If we get some rain, I might pop in here, and uh, I got a lot to talk about. I really do. But as I told you guys, it's summer. I got a life. The news is blah. When things move me, I'm going to come on and do it. I'll be back probably Monday at this point. Maybe I'll see you sooner. In the meantime, have a great day. Do something for yourself. Remember to pray for our country and think about your own spiritual needs and especially your family. I'll see you soon.